Okay, welcome to Pass the Mic for Friday, March 18th. Mike Piotr here, joined by my co-host and good friend, Mike Gervasi. I'm one of the greatest, ain't no debating on it. Welcome, welcome. And we have two special guests today. First time we've had two guests. A lot of firsts today. First time we've had two guests, and first time we've had two students, student guests. We've been plugging this for a little bit. And before we let them introduce themselves, I want a little backstory, right, as to why we selected these two. Yeah, let's... So student one is going to be Josh Anderson, and he's going to introduce himself here in a minute. But we we selected Josh as our first guest because last year, it might have been around this time, right? Yeah, I think it was a little bit later. A little later. I came into your room, and Josh was plugging a YouTube channel about, and I came in, and I'm not big on YouTube channels because I think most of these guys are doofuses and, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And Josh was like, Mr. Piotr, you know, you really got to check this guy out. He does some good stuff. And so I did, and it was a pretty good video on what? the Detroit Pistons. He wasn't annoying. He was pretty um, fair, you know, and, and accurate with his information. He wasn't annoying and whining. And so, Josh, you know, I, we came back in, I, and when I make a mistake, I own it. Came back in, yeah. publicly apologized to Josh in class and said, man, this guy's pretty good. So, and Josh was like, you know, you and Mr. Gervas should do something like this. Yeah, And that's sort of... Planted the seed. Yes. So to speak. So to speak. Yes. If we're using gardening in spring terms. Right, right, right. right. Pass the mic. So then we started doing all our prep and thinking about doing it, talking about doing it. And one day I brought it up to my library class, and a bunch of people in that class laughed, ridiculed me a little bit, including maybe my own daughter. (laughs) But one person didn't do that, and that was Braden Lavis. He's our second guest. He's like, hey, that sounds like a pretty good idea. And so his support is being rewarded today. So let's let these gentlemen introduce. We'll start with Josh, since I start with Josh. You want to say a little bit about yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself to start us off, and then we will do our stock questions for each one. Yep, you can yep, take yep. it away here. Okay. So, so go yeah. ahead, Josh. Yeah, so my name is Joshua Anderson. Uh, I'm a sophomore at Carson High School. I uh, play basketball, and I run track. And uh, I've been in the district for since second grade, so about six years. And I know these two teachers, and they're – Great people in the community. I look up to Jivo. I've seen him since middle school. I went to trial for his basketball team, but I was there at the eighth grade year. And Mr. Pahoti, one of the best uh, people I know, great attitude, and someone I look up to uh, also. Just a great school and community. So so let me tell you a quick story about Josh. You know, my daughter, my youngest daughter, Melina, likes basketball, and I'm trying to get her to really start playing more. And we drive by all the time in the summer, and Josh is always out on the outdoor court. And we drove by one time, and Josh was doing the mic and drill. And, Mike, I'm not sure if you know what the mic and drill is. It is the most old-school of old-school drills named after an old-school basketball player named George Mikan. And to see a high school player voluntarily doing this old-school boring drill, I was so impressed. So, Josh, kudos to you. On yeah, nice. what, what elementary school? Uh, I went to Weiss Elementary School. Weiss, Okay. Was Mr. Anderson the principal there when you were there? Uh, yeah, my last year in uh-huh. fifth grade. Okay, one of our guests, our previous guests. guests. Yeah. All right, and Mr. Lavis, do you want to introduce yourself, and then we'll get into our questions, our normal yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. So, Braden? My name is Braden Lavis. I'm a senior at Carlson. I play basketball and football for the school. Um, Parsons Elementary alumni. Nice. Parson <laughs> uh, Pirate. Love, yeah, Parson Pirate. Go Pirates. All right. Love what you're doing with the show. Really enjoy it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, so I, I coached. I got to tell you, Coach Bray, I got to get this. That's fine. That's that's I can't plug one in out there. I got to get it. Feelings. This is one of the toughest, and it's funny. His brother's just like that, too. He's got a younger brother. One of the toughest players I've ever coached. He made a heck of a catch in the uh, Oh, my goodness. Today. today. Like a ta- what was a, the David Tyree type catch? Oh, my God. Yes, in the Something Super Bowl. Like yeah, like plugging the dodgeball. Shocking. You made that, and it won the game. It was an over sudden death. Yes, sudden death. Yeah. Congratulations. Sorry we didn't make it to the championship, but, you know. 
um, it was still we'll get him next it, time. it made it on past the mic. Yes. So that's yeah. all that matters. That's the only match that made it on past the mic. Yeah. So, all right, it's time for our stock questions that we ask all our guests. Yeah. So, um, Mr. Gervais, I'll start with mine. Yes, go ahead. So, and we'll do, they'll get to answer the first question each and then yes. the second question each. All Sound right. good? Is Sounds that a good. good. Re- yep. and you, so, the first question, and Josh, you're going to go first. It's your birthday. You get to pick either A, where you're going out to eat and the meal you want with it, or if it's being cooked at home, what is that birthday meal, that go to meal? Uh, I would, I would, uh, it's a homemade meal from my mom. She loves making spaghetti. Okay. And that's probably my go-to meal, spaghetti and like some cornbread and some milk to I go would, with it. Oh man. Love cornbread. Yeah. So nice. That's mm-hmm. straight mom. spaghetti. Meat sauce or a non-meat sauce? With meat the, sauce. With the meat sauce? Yeah. Okay. Right. Meatballs? Meatballs and all right. Right. everything. Right. Very yep. good. Very good. All right. Um, you want to do, I'll go to Mr. Yes, Lavis. Yes, Same yes, thing. Yes. Same question. Your birthday. Are you going out anywhere you want to go out? If not home, what's the birthday dinner? Definitely the Japanese steakhouse. Oh, or Samurai. Have you ever been? Is, that in I have. Is, it, is it still yeah, open yes. though? I don't know if it's still open. I haven't been there. In a, All right. Uh, well, listeners, in a while, let us know. I think it may have not survived COVID, but I think there might be one of them in Monroe now too. Steak and double fried rice. Steak and double, double extra fried. ginger sauce. Extra. Okay. What about yum yum sauce? Do they have yum yum sauce? That's that's amazing too. Okay, okay. That makes so me happy. You, by the way, for the record, you are our first out to eat person, I believe, right? Really? I think if we go back, everyone has done a home cooked meal. I think you're right. Yeah, so congratulations on that. Yeah. Unfortunately, the place you pick may not be open anymore. Yeah. So it, it, it's fun while it lasted. Find somebody. We'll have to check the yellow. Find some, what's that? What's there. that uh, grill that everyone buys now? That the Blackstone. Is Blackstone. Yeah, find someone with the Blackstone, and you yeah. can have it at home. Uh, there you go. <laughs> All right, Mr. Javasi, your question. All right, Josh, you're you're eating this meal. You have a choice: one person, alive or dead, that you're eating this meal with. Who's it going to be? Uh, it'll probably be the coach for the San Antonio Spurs, Greg Popovich, and because uh, he's a coach that I look up to, and he coached my favorite player and, and my pain, the best player, uh, Tim Duncan. And best player of all time. Yeah, best okay. Player, I would say all time, and just because I felt like Tim Duncan saved his career, knowing that he could have just instead of getting coached by Greg, he could have just played it off and got a new coach or asked for a new coach, but he stuck with him and they won five rings together. And I feel like that 2014 squad they had is probably the best squad in my opinion, and that's the person I would like to go out to eat with. Awesome, and the 2013 squad yeah. should have won. Uh, Ray Allen broke the hearts of many. That didn't want LeBron to win that one. I didn't know. Speaking of Greg Popovich, he got a lot of um, accolades recently. I didn't realize he was the general manager. Yeah, never coached, yeah. and hired himself. Yes, and then the rest is history. The rest is history. Pretty crazy story. They, they, I mean, the injury bug hit them, and I'm oh like, God, I'm the geek out here for 20 seconds. Injury bug hit them in '97. They lucked into the number one pick. And picked Tim Duncan, Chauncey Billups. I believe he went three in that draft too. There you go. Believe um, me, this guy knows. So. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty cool, Josh. That's a very, uh, I mean, Popovich, very mature answer. You don't hear too many young people say Tim Duncan is their favorite player. So that's pretty cool. Lavis, alive or dead? Who are you eating at Japanese Steakhouse with? One person. Japanese Steakhouse with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Really? Ooh, yes. Wow. We're going old school today. Oh, yeah. Really old school. Why? Why Kareem? Favorite center of all time. Yeah. Oh, nice. He's got an interesting. Now, do you know his? Name before he converted? No. It was Lou Alcindor, very interesting story. Quite a, he would he would have a lot to say. Very he's written books. Yeah, very interesting guy. That's pretty cool. Also a co pilot. Co pilot uh, airplane, airplane, yes. <laughs> Running there's up a, and down the court with Bob Lanier. <laughs> there's a new series on HBO about the I Laker did, I did see that. Did you see that? Yeah. I, I hope I, I would think that they don't present him very favorably at the in the airplane moment. He tells a kid, buzz off, for lack of a better word. Yeah, but that's acting. I mean yeah, but they they act like that really happened. Oh, that is not, exactly. that's not. They oh. show the scene and then in the yes, yes. Okay. I don't want to give away too much. Yeah. I don't want spoiler, 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 yeah. spoiler alert. Yes. 
All right. Um, well, that's our welcome. They're going to take part in all of our normal talks this week with uh, our education discussion. But we do have some house cleaning from last yeah. week. First of all, I botched the date on the show to start the episode right off. I said March 5th. It was March 11th. Yeah. I, I totally botched that. We did, And I botched uh, my Mike of the Week's name. Mortuary, Max is going to kill me. Max Bailey always corrects me when I met. Of course he does. He's my spotter in the booth, and I mispronounce names constantly. Um, and he's always <laughs> he gets so mad when I keep mispronouncing him. And I was mispronouncing that name. Um, our tailgate, um, our now these two gentlemen can't take part in this stuff. But no. our, our some people, a lot of people did reach out about favorite bar times. We forgot the tailgate parties. Oh yeah, a great yeah. example. Um, into the in, either um, end of the semester, anything that sort of celebrates an ending is also a big deal. But yeah. most people agreed with daytime. I guess everyone's getting old like us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So anything, anybody reached out to you with anything? Yeah, I keep man, I keep getting. I, in fact, as recent as yesterday, hot ham and cheese. Elizabeth Pate sending me more information about this. So that is one. Uh, now I didn't confirm this, but I, I, my sister sent me a text and she said my mom still uses yellow pages. So yeah, that is another thing. Other people did reach out and get the yellow pages delivered. So somebody's wasting money and time. It's, uh, I, I mean, I get, my mom's in her seventies. Just in fact, do you guys even 70. know what a yellow pages is? Do you guys know what the yellow pages is? No, I don't. No. Never wow. heard. Never even heard. I've heard of it. I just don't know. No clue. So I've it's a it's a big book with people's phone numbers. In oh, it. oh yeah, uh, phone book. It's yellow. Oh, yeah, a phone yeah, book. Yeah. Okay. Phone. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, not something like you keep in your own house with your family. It's something published. Yeah, we did have a couple of those. Yeah, I do remember. Do you ever use one? The sit on. The sit on. I've always been kind of shorter. Yeah. The, the Thanksgiving dinner. Right. Yeah. yeah the right. sit at the table. Okay. So um, that brings us to our Michael of the week. Mr. Gervasi, I think you are going with a preemptive move here. And I'm yeah. very impressed. Yes. So I am putting Michael Jordan up. However, this is a, uh, the date is November 6, 1989. It's the cover of Sports Illustrated. And it is, and I'm going to show these guys this. It is Joe Dumars, former Piston shooting guard, who used to defend Michael Jordan, did it pretty well uh, with a lot of help from his friends. Uh, and he has Jordan's head, uh, you know, his, his hand is on Jordan's head, and it says, can anyone shut down Michael? And, of course not, but Joe Dumars and the Pistons come the closest. And it makes it, – it's not a favorable view of Jordan. That's why I'm putting it on the wall. So yeah, preemptive strike to yes, uh, yes. squash any um, Chicago Bulls lovers or Michael Jordan lovers. Yes. And I – well done. Smartly played. Yeah. So that will go up on our wall. You're welcome. Yes. Good. Well done. Well done. We, the suspense is now over because yes. we've been waiting for somebody to try to slide that in. Yes. So. All right. Well, great. Um, it's time to move into our education segment this week. And so we figure what better way to get some feedback um, from, you know, everything's been from our point of view or an administrator point of view or teacher yeah. point of view. But we want to get some input from some students that lived through this last two years of craziness, um, virtual, in-person, four days a week, um, you know, so uh, Braden was a sophomore when this shut down, right? Yep. And Josh, you would have been what, uh, eighth grade? Yeah, eighth grade. grade. So, um, you know, um, a pretty important year. You know, any, anytime you're at the end of your schooling year, that's a pretty big deal. And, you know, um, so Braden got to experience sort of like Carlson, what it was like before, um, what it went through mm-hmm. in the middle, and now what is we're sort of getting back to. I, we were talking about that. that was the first assembly in the gym yeah, yeah. in a long time that we had the day. Um, so we wanted to sort of, we want to get, we're going to get your input now, thankfully here in Gibraltar, we were, other than the initial shutdown, we were in person, I'd have to say what, like 80% of the time, wouldn't you say, Mike? Yeah. Um, about so that, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about what their thoughts were on in-person and virtual. We want to talk, they are both, as you heard in their introductions, are both involved in extracurricular activities. We want to just know how important that is to them and why they value that. Um, and then we're going to let them wrap up this education segment with a chance to sort of get off their chest or get a message across to us as 
educators, our bosses as administrators, what's one thing that you think we need to know about what you guys are going through or have gone through in the last couple of years that you think can make this better, make education better, make your schooling better? Now, they both had great things to say, but everyone has room for improvement, right? Absolutely. All right, so, so let's, uh, we'll, we'll just go in the same order we go, yeah. Mr. Braden. So, Josh, back, what, uh, what's, what's your uh, thoughts on how the last two years went and where we are now after all this, um, um, the shutdowns and whatnot? Uh, every year was pretty easy online because they started off online because of COVID and pretty easy, uh, nothing else to talk about it. And then we walked into freshman year. That's when they started with the mask and you can walk into the school and all that good stuff. So I felt like that, uh, was a challenge because the year before that was easier. It was eighth grade and it wasn't as hard with grades and all that because they would let you slide and cover and all that stuff. So I felt like it made it easier like, while COVID's going on, but now that COVID's slowly, like, dipping, it's harder, and, you know, the requirements are starting, starting to go back up to where it was normally. So I feel like we got a lot of time to develop back to where we was normal, if you like to say normal. So that's just my input on it. Are you in... Are you feeling, and I know you're saying it's, it's, and we know this too, we've talked about this in staff meetings, that there, it is a, we see that it is a challenge. People are having a hard time. Do you feel um, that last year that you still got a lot of information, learned a lot of stuff? Or do you, I mean, compared to like a normal year? Uh, I feel like I did learn a lot because I was really focused, uh, especially coming into high school. I know GPA matters the most in high school. And that's what my last three years in middle school was about, was preparing me for high school. So I really did focus really hard, and I did learn a lot. But I feel like uh, if it was back to normal, if you would say, uh, I would learn a little bit more, but you guys did a, a wonderful job keeping us in school and in person. So wow. yeah. I want to say thanks to y'all and the cars and district and Gibraltar and all that. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. So Braden, what about you? In per- how do you feel? Education the last two years, what are your, I say your assessment? COVID made it really different. Like I wouldn't say it was worse or, or better or anything, but it was different. It was hard to, hard to adjust from with COVID, all the teachers being like, kind of relax and understanding a little bit and your schedule changing, you have a lot more free time and you're at home basically because of the quarantine. So you have a lot of free time. It's kind of like college. I thought is preparing you for that, but um, getting back into it, it's good to see all the, all the assemblies and stuff coming back. That was like the best part of high school to me. Um, all like the social stuff that happened at school. Yeah. Last year was a really tough year, I think. Um, and, and, the, and just so for people that aren't from around here, no, last year we ran on a schedule where, it was almost like, uh, and it was a good example using a college. Um, Monday, it would be three classes that were longer sessions. 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Tuesday, the other three classes, 90 minutes. Wednesday, you guys would be at home. It'd be some sort of um, uh, online element. And then Thursday and Friday, a repeat of Monday and Tuesday. So, um, in some, you know, and there were positive and negatives to both ways. But one thing was for sure, no matter what the class were lined up, that's all it was was class. There weren't like a we had, there wasn't a dodgeball tournament. There wasn't right. a, I mean you were you were quarantined. You were in a room with much smaller class sizes. And it was basically all business. Um, you know, so even I, eating lunch in the classroom. Yeah, eating was, it, it was a God, weird. Man, you know, you tried school is obviously supposed to be a place of learning and you know being serious. But that got – it almost felt like a factory situation last yeah. year. I mean, wouldn't you think, like, it was sort of, yeah. like, um, regimented and, and – but we made it through. And there were, were extended shutdowns when cases got high. Like, I think you guys mentioned that, that we were home for right, a little after bit. After the holidays. Around yeah. the holidays. But for the most part, I think I, I'd have to – I don't know the exact number, but I guess, like, 80 percent we were probably in I, I feel like right after Thanksgiving, maybe a week at, into right after Christmas. So I think there was that month, month and a half. Other than that, I think we were in the whole time. 
So I think I know the answer. We had a week off in March. So I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to say, do you guys feel like we are in a better place now? Yeah. 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 Um, Are we all the way back to where we were when you were in eighth grade in semester one and you were in 10th grade in semester one? I wouldn't say 100% all the way back, but we're definitely getting there faster than anyone would have thought. Yeah, I I would agree with that. We're around 90 right now. I feel like I feel more of a high school student now, like, there's no mass right now. We just got done with our first event inside the gym. Everyone's having fun. Everyone's learning. So I feel like we're, get, we're slowly approaching, and that's the good part. And does that make the classes better and more, like, you feel like you're learning yeah. better because of that stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, kind of, I kind of figured that, yeah. too. I mean, that was a pretty – all right, so speaking of extras, um, we both are athletes. Um, what, the value of extracurriculars, how important are your extracurriculars to you as a student – um, how much do you look forward to them? How does it help you in the classroom as well, Josh? Uh, me personally, uh, basketball has like it has really made me into the student I am today. Because if you don't work hard in the classroom, like you really can't play basketball here or anywhere. Because that's like a the student athlete, you know, at Carson. So I feel like uh, curricular activities like it really do help you if like you're really big on sports and you want to play at the next collegiate level. And even if you don't want to do that, I feel like extracurricular activities will, like, give you memories that you'll always remember in high school, especially past high school, and you'll get to new, meet new friends. And I feel like it does help a lot, and it makes high school more fun. You don't have to just worry about school and this and the third. If you got other activities on the side, that's also something that we'll wake up to or, or you get happy to after school. So I feel like it makes high school more fun, and every student should do it. And you're running track currently? Yeah. Spring. yeah well, hopefully they don't give you a hard time if you're a little late today for the – have to write a pass yeah. or something from the – pass the mic crew. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bailey will, will – Yeah, I'm sure Mr. Bailey will understand. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Braden, what about you? Importance of extracurriculars to you as a student? Academically, believe it or not, it keeps me more focused. Like the busier I am, the more focused I am. Um, but socially and like mentally, it open like extracurriculars open doors for me. I never would have thought I'm going to – I'd be going to college to play football or play any sports whatsoever in college. So, yeah, I mean, I love I love sports and I love everything I do. How tough was it last year with athletics in the COVID it's year? Awful. Uh, awful. Basketball trials. We, uh, we I uh, I think we all we did was run. I don't think there was basketball. During <laughs> yeah, we trial. weren't allowed to touch balls. I don't think. No, nah. we weren't allowed to touch the basketballs for the first week. It was a crazy year last year with extracurriculars. I remember cross country, cross country outside in a big field, and people wearing masks. Yeah, and it was just just Bizarre. totally. So, I, Brayden, I got a question for you. So, you're going to what college? Are you going to play football? Uh, deciding right now between three schools: Adrian okay. College, Kalamazoo College, and Alma College. Okay. Now, how have other sports impacted your football playing? Um. There, there's this notion of. A lot of students focusing on one sport. That's become a big thing. And I'm just curious if you can touch upon that at all, like how maybe playing basketball has impacted your football, if it has at all. maybe. Um, I would say it's definitely the people you play with. Like if you're closer with some people on a different team, you start to like enjoy it more basically. Okay. Uh, that's, that's how I was with uh, football. I made a lot of really close friends on the football team. Okay. Are that's you running track this spring? I am. Yeah. Yep. He gets a little week off from uh, district. Yeah, I, yeah. I said I was going to be late. I, I passed the mic coming up, and he goes, "I'll just take this week off for basketball." Coach Sweeney, look at that! Nice. That, that definitely guy. wasn't Coach Bailey. Yeah. Great guy. <laughs> <laughs> no way. All right. Um, our final. This is now your chance. What What's the one thing you want to let us know as educators, as our bosses know? 
that has sort of been rough or tough and think that we could improve on. I mean, I know you guys have heaped a lot of praise on us, um, but there's always room for improvement. I think maybe um, you may be hinting at it that maybe we're turning up the volume too quick or turning up the you – know, we're going to 212 too quick. 212. Uh, coming out of COVID. What does 212 mean, Mike? Well, 212 degrees is the temperature water turns into steam. Okay, so at 211 degrees, nothing happens. But at 212, you can power a locomotive. That's a great analogy. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> it's a wonderful uh, backstory to it. Yes. Uh, so maybe may, maybe there's something else. Is it, what what would you like the, the the adults in the room, I guess, to know about your experience the last couple of years and going forward, Josh? Uh, I feel like the Gibraltar district is a great district, and I feel like the only thing I would say is, I mean, the school is already touching on it, which is mental health, and I feel like you guys are doing really good at that because my mental health is fine, and I feel like the posters coming up, and you guys are really starting to touch on that, and there's clubs, and everything's popping, and students are getting more active into it, and I feel like you guys are doing a great job. You guys are starting off with that. And that's pretty much the only thing I would say is mental health, and that's getting stronger as you know as the okay. school year goes. So on. just keep pushing in keep that pushing direction, that. working okay. with people that maybe don't know about it. Like you said, you're in a good place. There may be somebody that's not, and they may not even know about these services or new things. We have the new social worker, Mister mm-hmm. Brunel, that's uh, yeah. doing a lot. Yes, um, he is. Um, you know, stuff like that. That good answer. I like that, Mister Lavis. I mean, I'm sure you hear this all the time, but senior year with all the with all the notes and the and the not busy. It's busy work. Busy it's work. busy work. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, you sort of get into a mode, too, where the semester comes to an end. It, it's a tough semester. I mean, the, yeah. the, the top ten has been announced. Like you said, you have three offers sitting on the table right now, as long as you don't go into doofus mode and, you know, have like a 1.0. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so – but that's – listen, that's part of the real no, world, yeah. right? Like yeah, uh, no. we had – there's stuff to do until the day you retire. We're going to be Now, did work. you – did? Uh, how was your – Mike, I'm asking you now. How was your transition to college? Because for me – I was still in that mode, and I had a really rough. Oh, to first start semester. college, yeah, I was okay. I, I was. Um, my parents put the fear of, you know, my dad paid for my undergrad, and he said pretty much, you know, I'm paying for this. This is like, I'm. This is like it'd be like buying a brand new car, and, and are you going to drive it carefully, or are you going to go crash it into a ditch? Right, right, right. And okay. uh, and so they made it perfectly clear. Like if I failed a class, then I was paying for it to retake. So, I I, I don't mean to dork out, but I was. Uh, pretty okay as a student. I, oh. I, I'm, and I, you know, that's just the way I was with school. I still had a good time, but yeah, uh, I take it that wasn't the route you went. No, I wasn't. I was, uh, <laughs> I wasn't terrible, but I, I was still in that mode that, you know, I, you know, in your high school, a lot of you have teachers do a lot for you, and then you get to college, man, you're a number. Yeah, yeah, you're right. If people don't, if you're not, if you're not one to drive yourself or be organized, that's how you can drive. You could be the smartest guy in the world. Yeah. If you don't have drive or organization, right. you'll the, the, a two point student that has drive and organization will graduate yes, college. Yes, without yes. a doubt, a three student without drive or motivation will drop out. Right, that's, right. that's not trying to be I, mean. I, I learned it pretty quick as well. My dad kind of had a similar conversation with me, but it was after my first semester of college. So, so just keep that in mind yeah. as you go along. Organization's key. All right. It is time for overrated, underrated, and it is overrated, underrated March Madness. So. You guys are welcome to participate. We'll start it off, and then you can go. Don't worry if we take one of yours. You can yeah, join can, in and copy. Right. Go ahead. Nobody's a copy. We don't talk before. We're, we're like the the TNT crew. None of this is scripted. Yes, we we yes. just we let it. Yeah. Fly. So if you it, because you know there might there's not many things that you might say are overrated about it. You know, or underrated. I don't know. Um, so March Madness overrated. We always start with overrated because we want to end on a positive note. So Mr. Gervasi, you can lead us off. What is your overrated uh, March Madness element, which starts up? 
any day now, right? Yeah, I'm going to get – I have a feeling I'm going to get hammered for this. To every, me, it's, every week. It's the brackets. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I everybody does it. That's great. Uh, but now we have to hear about your bracket, and we have to hear about then the next person's bracket. And, and you know, everybody, everybody has a bracket, so to me it's annoying. And it gets even more annoying that everybody has to tell you – my bracket's busted. Well, so is mine, and this is what happened. My bracket's busted, too. My bracket's busted. Everybody's, everybody's bracket is busted. That's how it works. And then we get to read about it on social media. My bracket's busted. Oh, mine is, too. So for me, it's the brackets themselves. And I haven't done one. I admit it. I haven't done one in a couple of years. I just like watching the games. But I, I understand why people do them. I guess it's or a, do three hundred of them like the Ren Dog, right? Right. <laughs> and, and I hope man, the Ren Dog's a little listener. I hope he's not offended. I, he, by you this. know, he'll laugh at that. He knows that's an but old. But man, to, over and over again, the the brackets busted. Okay, I know. It, I know your brackets busted. I don't need to know that you you picked Arizona to win it all and they're out in the second round. So that's my overrated. All right, Josh. We'll go. We'll just go around the circle. Uh, my overrated is me personally. I don't do brackets, but I just watch teams that I feel like can go far. And my overrated is Gonzaga. We got a team. I like this. This is good. <laughs> cool. I like this. And well un- done. The only reason my overrated is Gonzaga is because they come up number one each and every year, and they still don't win. And I just feel like they're overrated. Now they made it to the title game a year ago, and I'd be careful this year because they had, they yeah, someone did good. pick them. I saw that right when the brackets came out. Yeah. I'd, I'd be careful with that one. But what, hey, you could be right again. They always find a way. So <laughs> Wojo would like that answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a weak conference they plan. Okay, yeah. Mr. Lavis, what is your overrated, underrated for NCAA? I'm gonna you back on Josh and pick a team. That's fine. That's Duke. Oh, I think, awesome. I think they they no got argument a great here. player in Paolo, but after that, there's just another normal team. So I, I think Duke every – and this year it's even more obnoxious because of Coach of K and great coach and everything else, but dear Lord, man. I think I think that's one thing. I always said this even before I became the half Michigan man that I am now. We still don't know where I am in this phase. This is an old bit with the show. But even prior to this, I think that was one thing that Michigan and Michigan State fans could agree yes. on. I hope yes. is that if even when I was all Michigan State, all in Michigan State, if Michigan was playing Duke, I am backing Michigan 100% of the time. I think more so than in football than with like Ohio State – it depends on the state fan I'm oh, around. Man, too. I think I think most. Uh, if I'm around you, I, I may be like neutral. Around most people, Max Bailey, for example, he's not obnoxious about it. So I probably want Michigan State. I got another buddy, Paul. That's just it's hard to root for state when he's around. So, all right, you ready for my overrated? Yeah, I sort of was going to go with your route with bracket guy in general since you did that. But my backup, and so I'll just go with my backup. I don't like. I liked it 15, 18 years ago before bracketology, when. There wasn't like all season this running list of who was going to make the tournament based on data and statistics. Yeah. So when Selection Sunday came around, you didn't a even know have a clue of where you thought your team. Maybe if you were like a top team, you thought, okay, I'm going to be a number one seed going to this right. the East or what. But nowadays, it's so uh, it's just not as exciting as it once was because this these guys have these things out that are right about ninety three percent of the time. Pretty impressive. Okay, I mean maybe they're off of where a team is seated or located. But it, that's not, it makes Sunday, the Selection Sunday, so unentertaining. Like, can we just go back and not have these guys crunch the numbers and just keep it totally, like, in the dark? Probably not, because... Joe Lenardi wouldn't have a job. Well, that's it's fine. I saw that dork on TV the other job. day, and uh, it was, it's like he's... What's the point? Like, it's not exciting anymore. All right. Well, that's overrated. Let, go back to the old days where you got... When Greg Gumbel came on... We were sitting around. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah. Gumbo looks amazing, by the way. He hasn't aged a bit. Hasn't aged. <laughs> it's not a year in the I need, last 30. I need some of his medicine or something. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Underrated. Underrated. Mr. Javasi, yeah. kick us off. So I, I don't know. I, the, 
I don't know how to phrase this except just watching a specific game that's on a neutral site where you have two teams. When the fans get behind the underdog, it is such a cool atmosphere. And I, I don't know if you've, Mike, I don't know if you or if you guys, if you've ever been to a tournament game. I, I went a few times when it was at Ford Field. It is such a cool atmosphere anyway, and seeing all the fans from different places. But when the so you got you know two fan bases there. When the fan base gets behind the underdog, it is the electricity. You could feel it through the TV. That to me is the best moment of the tournament. I know a lot of people like the the madness itself, the great shots and everything, and that is wonderful. I do agree. But to me, the underdog getting the neutral fan base on their side is the best part of March Madness. That's not only my underrated. That's my favorite part. All right, Josh. Uh, me personally, my underrated is personally just close basketball games. I don't like watching blowouts or twenty point blowouts or this down the third. I like to watch the game winners, twenty point comebacks, and that's my under uh, uh, underrated. And I just love close basketball games. I don't like uh, going into a series when you know this team's about to four o this team or this down the third. Just like. Back to when go to state and Curry was dominating and making a three P or whatever. I love seeing LeBron LeBron coming back from a three one league and that's right there is exciting to me to watch NCAA tournaments or NBA championships and that's what I like doing about watching basketball. Okay. Closer games. All right. Braden. Oh, uh, kinda like what Jivo said. I like the, the energy, the electricity, because when you're watching a game and it gets close, you can like kind of feel the chills like you're in the game playing. Especially from from my point of view, like I'm an athlete, I've been in situations where the energy's high. L- love the energy, love it, especially the underdogs. All right, all right. My underrated, it's the tournament gives the small guys a chance. Unlike football, um, as Eastern students, I still March 14, 1996, the, the ninth seed Eastern Michigan Eagles beat. Coach K and Duke yeah. in the NCAA tournament first round. Where else can that happen? I mean, that's the equivalent of Eastern, like, beating, you know, um, Texas. You know, yeah, I know Duke was down that year, so I'll use, like, a college football team that's, you know, in football. Yeah. You know, but these, it gives these schools that you normally don't hear of a chance to perform. And, and this ties into what you guys are talking about, to back and to cheer. And that's what I like when we go into these situations where maybe it might even be the other schools in the other game. They're all going to get behind the Yeah, other. they're all getting behind the, 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 the That by the EMU team took pushed Ray Allen's UConn team. That, which was a great UConn yes, team. Yes, but was. I still remember it gave us on campus at Eastern, because um, I was still a student at that time, um, a chance to, like, we, we're part of this. And not only were we part of this, we took down a blue blood, yeah. no pun intended, uh, in the first <laughs> round. Now, granted... People can say whatever they want. That was a down Duke team. Obviously, they were an eight seed, but it was still an upset because Eastern was a was nine seed. Right. And doesn't I don't care who was on that roster. Eastern Michigan knocked out Duke in the NCAA tournament yeah. that year, and you can never take that away from no, me. Absolutely, ever. So that's that. That is my whatever smaller schools have a chance out there that gives them a chance. And some have been known to go quite far. You know what I mean? Obviously, the Kentucky. You know, the more than likely the you know cream rises to the top. But early in the tournament, early it's fun on, to see. Yes, I mean, uh, like Michigan State, the famous loss to uh, East Tennessee East State. Tennessee right? State they could yeah. not miss a basket no. in the game. No. It was crazy. So that's my underrated. We'd love to hear what people think. I know we'll get some feedback on this with all the sports fans in our um, listening audience. Brings us to our hot mic takes. Mr. Gervasi, uh, do you want to start off with us? If you guys have one, we'll go around the table. If not, you can just say no. You're welcome to. Give your input. What do you got for us this week? So, you know what? I was planning on going serious, but I, I, I heard a couple songs. I'm going back to the music a music bit. Uh, there's two songs in particular that when I hear them, 
they make me feel good. And I'm curious if the listener has any, like when I hear September by earth, wind and fire, I'm instantly in a better mood. And the other one now, it's a more recent song, Levitating by Dua Lipa with, with the baby. And I hear those two songs, and man, I feel better after the song is over than before. It makes so I, I'm just wondering, are there any songs that you guys like maybe don't worry, be happy or something like that? I'm sure you guys probably don't know that one. But is there a song that you hear that when you, when it's over, you're like, Man, I feel much better now. Have you play these song. on repeat? Uh, no, but they popped up the other day. September popped up. Uh, it was in, you know, on my, my, my cycle there. And it was just like, man, I feel really good. And then yesterday, uh, levitating came on and my, my daughters know that I love that song and I clap along on the clap part. And yeah. And so I like to clap, I, I, just that part, that part to get yes. him in the lip sync on Friday. That's not happening. But <laughs> I, so I'm curious listeners, what is there a song like that? And again, September, I've never met a person that doesn't like that song. And I'm sure I'm going to hear it from people now that don't, but what songs do you hear that just make you feel better, put you in a good mood? I know when I clean after dinner, I, which I hate doing, uh, we have the Alexa in the kitchen. I will specifically shout out songs one by one, not a playlist, because I'm so annoyed with cleaning that I need to hear some songs to get me through. Random stuff. Not like sometimes an artist, but most of the time I'll say, play this, buy this, deal with my cleaning, which I can't stand, and you know that's how I go. So I think, you know, and then I, I do, I have playlists set for my walks and whatnot, so I, I'm sure many people do. All right, Josh, you got anything for us this week? Uh, I just got two songs just to oh, add on, add on yeah. to Devo. Right. And the first song is Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. Okay. That's a good one. Good I one. love, like, listening to, like, songs that just give happy energy and just songs that just make people smile. And uh, Pearl Williams, Happy. And those are just two songs that I just like to listen to in the free time just to make me feel more happy by myself and just get me in a higher mood. And, yeah, those are just two songs I like to listen to. Do you to. listen to stuff in pregame at basketball or anything like that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I actually looked up, like, Kobe, what Kobe normally looks, uh, when Kobe normally uh, plays before his games, and he said he normally plays songs that he liked to listen to when he was younger to give him, like, especially, like, championship games and playoff games. He would listen to, like, songs that – like the younger Kobe will listen to, like in class, and songs for me like that is Basketball by Bow Wow. That'll give me like a younger feeling. Back to when I was like in elementary school, like listening to that on the computer. And those are just just small songs that I like to listen to just to get me into. So I'm curious, Kobe, because he's exact same age as me, What did he say what songs or did he just say songs when he was younger? Yeah, there is a song that he said. He said the Halloween uh, theme song. Really? Yeah, he actually. John, bef- John Carpenter. Wow, yeah. yeah. Before like every like huge playoff game or finals game, he will listen to, he will just keep playing the Halloween theme songs just wow. over and over That's and over. We should do that before Pass the Mic. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't want a copyright claim. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll just play like one note differently when the lights don't come up and, you know, so we get around. Yeah, yeah. Right, interesting. All right, Mr. Levis, do you have anything? I got two songs. All right. Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie. Okay. And Work by Rihanna and Drake. Oh, right. Interesting. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Big Girls Don't Cry. It makes you feel better. Yeah. Really? Okay. That's, uh, well, it has a good beat to it. It does. Yeah. So, all right. Well, see, there you go. You got your input already. Um, I'm going to tell you my hot mic, and I complained about it on social media this last weekend because this last weekend was miserable. This state of Michigan, I, I and I have a few years left that I got to work here before I get a pension. The weather here, and who these people are that say I love Michigan. There's four beautiful seasons. I want to know where those people were Saturday when it was 20 <laughs> with a wind chill in March. 
It was shocking walking outside that morning. It hurt to I, walk I didn't outside even in March. Expect it. And I use the little DTE app that tries to tell you how much energy you're using. My gas usage for March is already like higher than it was for all of March last year because of this weather. Uh, by the way, speaking of that app, the minute you turn your air conditioning on in the summer, it gives you like an awful rating of using energy. So I I don't put too much weight into the DTE app, but. Uh, I sat there pouting, angry all day Saturday. Like, what am I doing in this state? Like, as I looked at people, you know, with pictures in probably like 44 of the other 50 U.S. states having a nice March day. And I'm like, and whenever I bring this up, people are like, oh, but it's beautiful. For Let's face it. There's some nice snow and, you know, cool days in December. But once it turns to mush and gross from January, we talked about this before, January, February, and March. And now March, Evie was right. March isn't much better than February. I mean, we are just starting to break out of it this week. Yeah, now, this week bit. is a little nicer, but it already looks like somebody mentioned some snow next week. So my hot mic take, yeah, I don't. My hot mic take is, is how long do we, how, how long until you feel the green light that spring, that you feel comfortable that you're not going to be cold again walking outside? When's your date for that? I coach spring sports, so I know what my answer Tax is. Tax day? April 15th? Yeah. I think that's still too early. Really? Yeah. I don't feel comfortable with it being warm. Now I'm talking warm, like 60 and higher until mid-May. Yeah, I got, well, you didn't define it, but yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, I feel like a couple of years ago we had a little snow early May. Yeah, there's all, yeah, there's like a bad, yeah, like I, that's why I always say, uh, you know, they don't, they, I'm not much of a gardener. I don't know if you guys plant flowers or anything. Miss Stefani's quite, Miss, Miss Stefani's quite the planter of crops. Uh, they say you're not supposed to plan anything until after Memorial Day here in Michigan. Do you agree with that? I would agree. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's my hot mic take. That's going to bring us to the end of the week. We want to thank our guests. You guys were awesome. Yeah. Listen, this we, we don't pause on pass the mic. We don't hit the pause button. We record. You know, Mr. Anderson was surprised by that. There's no post-editing. All we do is add the little music track to bring us in and the music track to bring us out. These guys did awesome today. Yeah. No, you know, they, I want to commend them on that. They had great input. They had great things to say. Trailblazers. Yes. We'll do the this first, again. The with first the students. students, congratulations. Thank you. Um, thank, thank you so you, much. Thank you for the support. Yeah. For us to start this, we appreciate that. Um, we want to wrap up with, I think, a good question to wrap up with. We'll tie in. Who is, I want to know who's going further, Michigan or Michigan State, and I want to know who is your team to win it all in the tournament. So, all Mr. Right. Gervasi, who's going further, Michigan or Michigan okay. State? Okay, now i got to make a correction, too. Oh, okay. I'm sure I'm going to hear about this. Something didn't seem right. Michigan State actually lost to Middle Tennessee State, not East Tennessee Oh, yeah, State. I'm sorry, yes, Middle Tennessee State, yes. Uh, all right, so NCAA tournament, Is I there think, even an East Tennessee State? It we sounds cool. I, I feel we like there was a former a NBA player that went we there, make a Carlos Rogers. I'm, I'm sure we'll hear about that too. Uh, we'll, we'll look that one up. We'll, we'll get we'll get the staff on that one. Yes. Um, all right. So NCAA tournament. I think Michigan and Michigan State are both going to win one game. I'm still leery about I'm, I'm leery about Michigan now. Their point guard just was declared out with a concussion, but I still think they will manage to get by. Uh, Colorado State, State. I, and that's uh, looking at Colorado State's roster. It's a guard-oriented team, which makes this that much more difficult. But I do think Hunter Dickinson will just will pound them in the middle. I think State out talents. Um, I think State out talents um, Davidson, and I think they win that game. But I think both go out in round two. My pick to win it all. I'm going out on a limb here. Is I am picking the Purdue Boilermakers. To oh win. wow, Big Ten team. All right, so we'll see. Josh, we know who's not winning it from your end, but uh, who's going further, Michigan, Michigan State, and who is your winner? All right, so I got Michigan State going further. I just want to say that I'm not a fan of both or neither, 
And uh, that I feel like Michigan State just got that defense potential to get rebounds, and they just got that heart in them. I know Coach Izzo gonna gonna go after them every game before that uh, happens, and I know they're gonna they're both probably gonna go like one or two games deep and probably get knocked off. And I just feel like Michigan State is just a better team, and they just play with more heart. And my team to win it all is Arizona, and I feel like that team they just got a bunch of like. Athletic players and their coach is smart and their defense is pretty good. So I feel like they're just going to win it all. And yeah. Okay. Very athletic team. They got a top 10 pick on the team, maybe top five. Braden? Um, I think Michigan's a better basketball team. But with, like you said, their point guard going out with a, with a concussion, I think Michigan State's going to go just one game farther. So they'll one make it to, they're going to get out of the first weekend. I think they're going to get out of the yeah. first weekend. I hope so. Okay. I would have th- I before the point guard getting hurt, I was going to have Michigan go further, just because I think yeah, I think I, I think their seating was I, I think they got a gift not to be. So you haven't beaten Tennessee? Cause Tennessee's good. Well, no, because I didn't. I, I don't even have a state winning their first game. Oh, you have them losing to Davidson. Yes, yes so I they're do. both going. Uh, well, that's what I mean. I don't know. So I'm not trying to write, do you and flip flop. So I guess at this point, I'm going to have to go with state and say they are going to win that first game. But I in my initial plan before this guy before the point guard. With this convention injury, because we talked about this, how yeah. important a point guard is, and we saw that was stayed in the game against Purdue. Um, but, but you know, with this team, these two teams all year, it's been uh, who's you know one team. They're Jekyll and Hyde. Man, I heard a, a stat the other day. Combined, they had twenty six losses this year. That just sounds. It doesn't sound right. They they have both been very good in the last decade or more. Even I mean, Michigan State obviously a little bit longer, a lot longer, but. Both teams have been very good for the last decade, and to hear that they've lost a combined 26 games this year is pretty remarkable. All right, my champion is coming from your bracket, but it's the number two seed, and it's Kentucky. Okay. Um, I think okay, that, that is a, uh, I think that's a competitive bracket. One, two, or three yeah. could win that region, I believe. And if they do, they really prove their point. So I don't, I'm not uh, laughing at your Purdue pick no, at all. But, I, um, the Big Ten I don't think is very good, but I think Purdue has a combination inside-outside game that I think will be tough to beat. Well, again, we want to thank our guests. Um, we will have an episode out again next week, and then we start our Ooh, journeys. I gotta still, I'm still working on the logistics of this, so maybe we might be recording not next week's, but the following episode at the, in the, I don't know, somewhere overseas. Um, again, uh, we want to thank all our listeners. Spread the word. Thank you to our guests, Josh and Braden. You guys were excellent, and we will see you guys next week. Have a great week. Thanks, guys. Thank you.